chance to go up in the air? No, she didn't go in she the didn't. air. That's that's kind of bullshit. Kind of. It's easy, y'all. That's the whole point of this, though, is to confront your fears. Like you signed up for this. But it's I real easy that. to. Conf it's easy for us to say confront your fears, but you're not scared of heights. Yeah. This is the first time anyone has ever denied to do an extermination. It just, it doesn't make sense to me, and I'm worried as to what the boules are gonna say. I, I really honestly have a problem yeah. with this because to just not participate, period, seems like a slap in the face to the boulets, to be oh, honest, yeah. in my honest opinion, because yeah. it's like the exterminations are there to challenge those who are willing to do what it takes but to she, do But she did, but she to just, went through some of it, you know, like no, that, no, no, she no, didn't no, go no, through no, the whole she thing. Did. Oh. And at the end of the day, someone has to go home. We're here to do this thing. So we need to be agreed that like, if you really want to fucking be here, you're going to fucking do this. All right, Mary, gird your loins. Violencia didn't jump. Is she going to jump from there? She didn't. No, uh, she didn't. <laughs> and I think we need to be agreed that we're going to talk about this clip of the week. Oh, I think we need to be, to be agreed, in agreed. We need to be in agreed. Uh, yeah, I... Um, it's I, a seven-word chorus. Greedy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She didn't know the word. She didn't jump from the plane. Yeah. I, I mean, I will say this, and, and this is kind of an across the board, really, of this episode, a couple other boudoir moments, where it's like, okay, they still are remembering they're making a TV show. And right. so we're doing this, like, the queens are making a pact. You know, and it's very All Stars three. Right. You know. Like, oh, uh, well, this is how we're gonna eliminate people. Yeah. Let's all come to be agreed. Right. Let's all be agreed, and uh, yeah, don't be a drag. Just be agreed. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I'm gonna groan this way. Please. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I. it's just there's that feeling where, oh, they still remember the cameras in the room and they know they need to, like, be creating a scene. Right. It's like, uh, because, you know, obviously Maxie comes in and they find out that Violencia didn't jump and it's just like this outrage, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it is all kind of stepped up because they're on set and it, it, how dare you? This is why we're here. It's disrespectful. Uh, and Eva, you know, Eva is making a stance, which I think you have to do on a reality show, is have a stance. They're doing their jobs. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying they're doing anything wrong. Obviously, the Boulets were, uh, you know, kind of upset that... Yeah, and, and it's kind of part of their job as the characters in the show to talk about that. Right. And, like, obviously there are producer prompts. We see a very almost meta example of that in this episode oh. uh, with Dahlia, okay. where it's just like... Well, how would you know that? And then she's talking about, well, there's cameras rolling. They can hear you. I remember it. You don't remember any. Get your story straight. Right, I got um, that one too. Yeah. Uh, so I, there's just like, yeah, that's what they're supposed to do. I, I think this also goes back to that feeling of like, oh, these people aren't all 100% TV ready. And I like that about Dragula is when they misspeak or oh, sure. when they're not being as kind of, polished as you might see on like RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. You and know? The, obviously the producer prompts we can basically hear. Yeah. You know, when Eva's like, well, I don't know about you guys, but. Oh, <laughs> it's so Project Runway. Hey, you guys, 
we got to go home. Let's, <laughs> let's go back to Atlas, you know? But, you know, I, I appreciate Eva putting in the effort as a producer's contestant. Yes. Right? Yeah. I mean, the first time I watched it, I was like, oh, Eva, land the plane. But then the second time I was like, okay, no, no, it's fine. She did all it's right. Charming. It's charming. She of did course all right, it is. Mary. She did all right. She did all right. Um, so anyway, about this, uh, this clip and this, uh, you know, supposed drama about Violencia exclamation point, really... Violencia. Question mark. Question mark or (laughs) ellipses, right? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) As Miss Fame would say, pause, pause, pause. (laughs) I can't remember what the the context of that quote was, but I just, I remember her doing that in the talking head. Right. I uh, I think Blair St. Clair also did like something, 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 dot, dot, dot. Dot, dot, dot. It was like, oh, you're... It wasn't uh, wasn't Blair St. Clair. It was All Stars 4 with... um, Farrah. Farrah, yeah. yeah, If you can't get Blair St. Clair, you get Farrah Moan (laughs) or vice versa. Um, But anyway, so... I I'm, I wanted to maybe open up the discussion here about what Eva says. The exterminations are there to challenge us and push us forward. I think the Boulets say something later also uh, just kind of about that. This uh, It's about facing your fear. It's part of your development as a super monster. You have to participate in order to grow. Fear can be conquered. And they thought it was disrespectful. Um, but here's... Uh, I think it's also interesting that the same episode where Hollow Eve comes out and says, you know, there's n- nothing in this fucking world more villainous than the goddamn meat industry. I'm so here for that as a villain, right? All um, over my tits. All over my tits. Well, um, I mean, last week it's Hollow versus Fish, and now it's Hollow versus Meat. Yeah, works. Next, Hollow versus Carbs. <laughs> works. Hollow versus Gluten. Well, I will say I was, I was here for, you know, just that whole read, but... Um, I, I think it's also very interesting that we have that comment from them, and then at the end of the episode, they have to eat c- cow intestines and drink cow blood. Well, yeah. And I'm like, I wonder how Hollow would interact in that extermination, because that's not about fear. That's about, like, a stance. Well, yeah, like, Maxie is vegan as yeah. well. I was thinking about that, too, of, like, and maybe, uh, didn't this come up in last season? Maybe not. There was an eating challenge. No, I'm thinking a drag race. I'm thinking of oh, that that chicken the, or the what moment. Pies. Yeah, or chicken so, or what? Something. There's some vegetarian <laughs> moment. Right. But no, I hear you. Is is how would they handle the situation if they had to? Um, yeah, it's, it's not about fear. It's not about fear anymore. Right. Yeah. Because for instance, I mean, I'm sorry, but like eating cow intestines is only pushing vomit out of your stomach. It's not pushing my boundaries. You know what right. I mean? Oh, yeah. I don't feel like, oh, now I've grown. Right. The yeah. exterminations are more of a metaphor. And fear, well, you know, it's also something of a metaphor, but it's it's that fear is real. Yeah. Right? When, and that's what I liked how the conversation and where Hollow kind of brought it. Uh, I mean, I guess Hollow didn't bring it here. Hollow kind of deterred the conversation mm-hmm. into meat, which was fine. Yeah, I was like, all right, I'm glad they're here for this. And yeah. I'm going to say this, okay? I'm just going to say this. Um, I have to work on my hollow voice. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, but, uh, yeah, it's, there's, yeah, not that I'm saying I'm an expert, but, you know, <laughs> you really got to get the spiders in your tits <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. Um, but I like that idea of, like, fear is irrational. Uh, I'm going to quote, fear is irrational and we're all going to confront in different ways, but there will be consequences for your free will. You make a choice to do it or you make a choice to not do it. And the consequences come after that. I appreciated all of that because it's like we can't really blame Violencia because those are those are Violencia's consequences. Yeah, I, that was an interesting turning point in the conversation because I felt like at this point 
I felt like I was watching the Democratic debates and then here was Marianne Williamson. <laughs> and she's like, you know, Marianne Williamson saying like, oh, you know, we don't have a health care problem in this country. We have a sickness problem, that, you know, sickness care problem in this country, girlfriend. And I just felt like hollow was coming from that same point of view of like, y'all are thinking about this in this sort of black and white way. Reality but TV. Yeah, but there's all of these implications underneath. And I thought it was so interesting then for Dahlia to be like, well, you know, this isn't about irrational fears. It's like, yes, it is. It, that's literally what this show is about. And I, I feel like the editing basically shows the Boulay brothers saying that, like, this is about facing your fears. And I don't know. I, I, uh, I like that they're getting deep about it, that even when it's like a gross out moment, while it may not have been applicable to all of the contestants this week, it's um, not just for the sake of grossing people out. Sure. Yeah, this was an actual fear. I mean, I, last season, getting buried in a coffin, like, yeah. that's, I mean, or was that season one? I mean, season it, one was the it, first uh, that extermination. That is horrifying to me. Yeah. I could maybe consider jumping out of a plane, which is also something I would never do. Yeah. Um, I would not be able to stomach the cow blood he was gonna say i mean i i don't think i don't think i'd be able to do it and i do eat meat but i feel like yeah if you're a vegetarian or a vegan it's like i don't know yeah if you were in that situation would you say well i'm I'm, would you pull a violencia you know (laughs) i mean if it was it it was to eat i might sit at the table and root for the other person yeah because i i literally it would go in my mouth and come right out i mean that's Maybe that's part of the challenge is like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's gross. That's right. great. Because yeah. at the end of the day, that is mind over like, yeah. everything. Right? Yeah. I feel like that would be the situation where, or I feel like the story, and now I, I didn't really watch this extermination, obviously. No, I, I skipped over it. Yeah. Sorry. The first time it played, I let it play in the background, but like I, so I heard the sounds and that was enough. But uh, yeah, I feel like there is with this, there's that sense of pushing through even the limits of disgust, I kind of feel like is what this was about. But some things are, some hills are not worth dying on. I don't know. There's also that too. I mean, you sign up for the show. That's kind of everybody's argument. It's like, you signed up for this. You signed up for this. That's and that, true. Again, I think that's a total valid argument. And mm-hmm. uh, there has to be some sort of caveat in my contract where I'm like, look, I, you can blame me all you want, but just so you know, mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat a cow brain. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I, I think to your point, like, you know what you've signed up for, and you know from watching past seasons that there are eating challenges. Like, this is something that could literally right. happen. You know it's going to happen. I mean, I don't know. I think that – I don't think you can say, well, I'm a vegetarian, so there's certain exterminations I can't do. I just think they say, well, then you're not ready for this competition. But – that's exclusive. Are there, are there other things, though, that they would say, okay, well, you would be exempt from this, or we couldn't put you through this because of a medical condition? Sure. Or, you know what I mean? Right. I don't know what that would be. Some asthma-related thing. You know what right. I mean? Could that exclude you from being in this competition? I mean, there's probably a clause saying that you have to be healthy, and you have to like be able to... I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I feel like that's an interesting debate of... I mean, the way I would get around it is I would just do all I could to not be in an extermination challenge. Well, I think that's the idea. But then sometimes, like with Abora in season two, it's like, well, you won this challenge, but we're, you're still up for extermination. Right. So I think uh, the rhythm's going to get you, Gloria, you know? <laughs> uh, but yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I, I thought this was a great discussion. I like that they had it, even though it was, you know... Uh, uh, 
amped up for the cameras. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, have this discussion because she didn't. She didn't do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, the boule is kind of re- repeating that later on. I think, again, there's this intentionality. And I think there's this depth being put into, like, what they're doing this season that I just don't think was there last season, you know? Yeah. It was just like, okay, let's see these queens shoot paintballs at each other. Right, You right. know? Yeah, the idea of, you know, to be a super monster, you have to be fearless yeah, in a way. Yeah, and, like, to frame it that way, I think is... Uh, yeah, it's it's like a smart way to elevate the show. Yeah, and it's an interesting way to spin kind of this gross out factor, yeah. which isn't necessarily drag related. I mean, they're making right. it drag related, but I'm like, you're kind of taking the long way around the lake there, Mary. Yeah, yeah. You say dragulated. <laughs> it's dragulated. It's dragulated. Um, uh, yeah, I just say talk. Just say talk. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. no, I agree. I think, yeah, they've managed to find a connecting point to something that really has nothing to do with drag. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. Because it's entertaining, too. I mean, Fear Factor was a big thing for a reason. Right, right. And I, just, I think that, like, you have to have a gimmick, you know? Yeah. So, like, how Drag Race, I mean, we're so used to it now, but having two queens lip sync against each other to stay in the competition, what a fucking brilliant gimmick. What yeah. a great gimmick. Oh, yeah. And so I think this is just taking that to a new level. Right. Yeah, I... I mean, we'll talk about this maybe later, uh, or right after this, but before we do, why don't we let our Marys know what they're listening to? Well, they are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Scary, uh, which is our podcast dedicated to all things Dragula, the underworld of Dragula, and the nightmare the Boulay brothers created with this ooky spooky TV show. I am Johnny. And I am Colin. And we are back for another episode of Dragula Season 3. I am loving this season. I just... Uh, yes. I, and, and I'm talking across all of the drag. We've had so much drag in the past year or so. Between all the drag race, Dragula, drag race Thailand. This is shaping up to be, I think, like a cream of the crop. Oh, it's like they're hitting their stride. Yeah. Uh, before we go any further, I just wanted to drop a... Big shout out for Bushwig that's happening this weekend. A lot of Drag Race and Drag Yellow Girls are actually going to be performing at Bushwig. Um, it's a great event, Mary's. Uh, you are able to go all day, all night, whatever. Um, <clears throat> there's some really good vendors there. I cannot be there this weekend because of a wedding that I have to go to in Chicago. Oh, man. Which is also why I'm missing Dragkin. Um, but uh, I highly recommend Bushwig. I know Bitch Puddin is performing. Uh, I know Van Der Van Ott is performing. So definitely go and, and check out the performances. God Complex, Vigor Mortis, like they're all performing, Mary. Just go. It's so different than DragCon because DragCon, they're not, not all of them are performing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, DragCon has the food court. I'll give them that. Yeah, and uh, there's a food court with uh, Bushwig. Oh, well, then go to Bushwig. Oh. Yeah, it's very easy to pay uh, for drinks because they have that like wristband thing. Oh, isn't that, it lovely? Yeah, and oh. so uh, I, the Boulay brothers were there last year. They did yeah. a jar of hearts. It was so good. And there's no drinks at DragCon. There are no drinks at DragCon. I mean, I yes, there is. There's a bar. Oh, there's a bar, but yeah. you can't like walk around with them. No, I don't think so. Yeah, because there's yeah. kids. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> My Such baby disdain. could see that. Yeah. Such disdain. Uh, anyway, Mary's uh, definitely uh, check out Bushwig this weekend. Um, I also wanted to 
at the top here, talk about the Amazon Prime drama real quick. Hopefully it's resolved by the time you're all hearing this. Yeah, it was just so weird because I I caught the episode and, you know, I know how to type in episode two, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And I did that today to just kind of rewatch the episode before we recorded. And it was unavailable. Like it had been available and then it was unavailable. So I was like, what is going on here, mama? Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I, um... I don't. I wouldn't blame the Boulay brothers on no. this. I don't think. I think it's out of their hands. This is an Amazon situation. Out I of would. Their claws. Uh, yeah, so to speak. I would just reach out to Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Hi, Jeff. It's me. What are you doing here, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> What's my Dragula season three episode two not doing here, Jeff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, the opening also dis- uh, just to move on to this episode. The opening did not disappoint. Again, this they so were having nuance. Yeah, this little spa day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to say, oh, the nuance. Now, and this is such like a classic move, but like Drock in the tub was like. Amazing, and she did that thing that everybody does. That, you know, Sue Ellen probably did it, and don't tell mom the baby sister said it's the hand, it's the palm on the forehead where the towel is wrapped. <laughs> it is the performance of relaxation. It's totally Sue Ellen trying to take a bath, and Kenny's playing the music. I mean, it's uh, yeah, in a Volvo, in a Volvo, but <laughs> 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 <Damn table. laughs> It, I loved it. That that nuance, that acting choice, that micro moment. Yeah, no, I love the way that she said, you warm me up? Uh, and then the music turns mm-hmm. and you're like, oh. And then obviously it's blood. That yeah. Warm it, up. Uh. it was great. And, you know, I got to say what I loved about it was that instead of going like bigger and more gonzo and like uh, every episode's going to be like a bigger opening, this was so like quiet and small. They're continuing the story of like coming back. Uh-huh. Which yeah. I like. Yeah. And yeah, this was... This was great. Uh, this was one of my favorite ones they've done and all the ones I've seen. Oh, so. I mean, I, nothing can top last week's. I just, you just fucking loved that one. I loved it. I thought it was so well done. Edie Falco. Edie Falco. <laughs> yeah, we just got a tweet from somebody who went to college with that actress. Yeah. Yes, please pass on the word that she's giving us Edie Falco realness. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, it didn't disappoint. But then, of course, uh, the other nuance I wanted to talk about: we get Louisiana purchases mustard wrap. Oh, the okay, 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 <laughs> okay. So okay, so we get we get Louisiana purchases mustard wrap. We also get Louisiana purchases body language with the elbows pressed to the side and the hands on the table. It's the raptor. It's the raptor. She's doing. It's the mustard raptor. <laughs> <laughs> French's. Yeah, yeah. French's mustard raptor. Uh, um, Shayton made it. <laughs> Shayton made this body for this, honey. I couldn't wait. That's the moment. I couldn't wait. Clip of the week. Clip of the week. Clip of the week. That's clip of the year. I lost my shit. I was like, this queen, this goddamn queen is canon. Yes. Anyway, sorry. I had to jump the gun on that one. So good. Uh, But Uh, yes, I have my notes. Louisiana purchases elbows and hands. It's just, (laughs) 
mom realness. Oh, and yeah, and oh, and she shines this episode. I was so happy that they gave her this episode. I can't wait right? to talk about her look. Yes. She was great this episode. She was great. Yeah. Uh, we got a Liza Minnelli Lies reference. Oh, yeah. I thought that was last week. No, this, oh, this was week. this week. Oh, that's right. That was this week. That was this because, week. Oh, it was when they found out that violence. Oh, right. Because Eva was full of the quotes this week. Oh, Eva had uh, gird your loins. Yeah. Uh-huh. It, was, it was great. Yeah. Uh, I don't think Eva, I still find Eva to be the narrator, but there is a best supporting actress this week. Oh, so, okay. And we'll get to the best supporting actress, but I, I want to talk about the narrator. Oh, great. Because I am also getting the sense of like, is Priscilla the narrator? No, she's a commentator. No, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. The way I hear you, she is a classic commentator. She she is she is she's like, on the ground running. I, like Monique Hart, she makes sense the commentator. But then you go to All Stars Four, and the commentator is the narrator, and that's what I feel like. I'm putting my money down. That's what's happening here. Is the commentator is narrating, and then Eva, classic narrator, is commenting. Uh, okay, okay, I'll, she, I'll, I'll re-look next week. I watch still from find, that lens, I, yeah. Okay, I, I still think, you know, with that shirt, it's like Eva's the narrator. <laughs> oh, see, because to me, Eva, when they cut to her, it's only like one or two lines. It's just, and it's always this kind of like, she does eek mouth, goes, you know, of like, so we'll see. Ugh. And so she always <laughs> adds like this kind of like commenty kind of like, She's like the the Judy Greer of of commentant. You know, she she does this whole thing. Whereas Priscilla is narrating. She is our guide through this episode. Okay, I'm missing that as the oh. guide. I'm oh. missing that as the guide. It's I, I'm I'm kind of loving it. Um, I did notice a little nuance uh, that you know I think is uh, we're all right, Mary. So we're gonna fucking talk about it. Yeah. Um, when they're all arguing about uh, irrational behavior and if they should talk about it or question it, mm-hmm. um, Landon Sider is trying her best. I know. And they're just all talking over her, I and I'm know. like, what a little moment to have a drag king. In this room of these loud queens. Yeah, I know. No, I know. But I know. I I had this. I keep and it almost cringe because I'm like, oh, I know what that feels like. Yeah, it's like I don't think she's making a fool of herself. I just know that feeling of trying to participate in the conversation with a bunch of loud extroverts. Well, and again, it's like these are amateur reality stars Mm -hmm. that are. It's like that uh, the build interview. Yes, where they're all at like level ten. And, uh, you know, you're trying to get four words in. And Raja O'Hara is trying to make up for a whole season. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, I, I have to also say that looking at all of these uh, all these folks out of drag, I need to adjust my equation on Madeline Hatter. I think I need to, like, make about 20%. I need to move a little bit of out of the Jennifer Coolidge and maybe a little bit of Jennifer Tilly so I can make room for the Joe Rogan quality of Madeline <laughs> Hatter. Oh, that makes sense. Right? I see that. Right? But I'm sorry, Mary. I mean, looks-wise. I mean, how... I was really charmed by Maddie this week. Oh, me too. I think there that was, she calmed down. Yeah. yeah. There was this um, playfulness that mm-hmm. I, I... And just the way that she's interacting with Yovska. Oh, it's it's interesting. She's, like, really trying. Yeah, she really, really is. She, the gloves, she's like... Oh, she, oh, she's holding them on her hands. Yeah. She wants to rip the gloves <laughs> off. But she, with the with the black shirt and the hat, and knowing there was a bald head underneath, I was like, oh, my God, you look like Joe Rogan getting ready to box some, like, I don't know. He boxes people, I feel like, sometimes. Oh, I don't know anything uh, Oh, have you seen, that. like, oh. I watched, I, you know, I watched the Joe Rogan Experience yeah. interviews uh, on occasion, but what? Uh, what? I see the resemblance, but yeah. there's still something, it's, I mean, the, the Jennifer Coolidge-ness and Tilly oh, is all there. There's me. an appearance of Joe Rogan, and then when she opens her mouth, 
it's, well, God, honey, I don't know. I guess you're just going to have to try harder. <laughs> you know, as the drink, you know, sloshes you, around. You've been texting uh, over the past two oh. weeks, and you consistently <laughs> will, like, put a comment after we finish an exchange. Yeah. You'll put a comment that does or doesn't relate doesn't uh, matter, to what yeah. we're talking about, but then it'll say Madeline Hatter, like, Chin the chin, yeah, her chin, yeah, the MH chin lift. <laughs> I'd like to see that. Mm, mm, mm. Um, I'd like to see that. I don't know mm. if you're familiar, but maybe other Marys are, but there is also in Madeline's drag this uh, Laguna Blue quality. And Laguna Blue is a, a local drag queen here. She's part of Stephanie's Child, a uh, brilliant performer. and uh, But she's a mermaid. And I feel like Madeline Hatter is like the siren version. Yeah, yeah, I see that. No, she, yeah, she is giving a lot of siren quality. I, and I love that. Yeah. I'm really, that aesthetic or that kind of direction. Or, and yeah. let me tell you, her performance in the floor, I mean, it was great. Yeah. From what we saw, I have some more thoughts on the floor show. And the I'm problems. having some trouble with the floor shows. Can oh. I just say that up front? And I never wanted to say that sentence because I love the expression floor show. Yes, right. The floor show. But like, why? It be gymnastics. Yeah. I'm just like, oh my God, there's going to be ribbon dancing. <laughs> Dominique Dawes is coming yeah, out. Yeah, Dominique. Oh, here she comes. Oh, she nailed the landing. Yeah. <laughs> what was her name? Carrie Strug. Carrie Strug. <laughs> Nailed the landing with like a broken ankle. Nailed the landing cider. Yeah. Um, oh, can we? You know what I just discovered on Reddit recently? I did not recognize the pun of that name. Yeah, land insider. Land inside her. Yeah. Anyway, folks, I just wanted to let you know I'm on board. I didn't realize. <laughs> uh, I just landed. Oh, <laughs> uh, groan. Yeah. Um, why don't we? Let's. Uh, I guess we can table the floor show. I feel like we can work into that. It's, yeah, yeah. It's not far away because we talked about the the meat industry. Um, there's, there's obviously this episode was just riddled with great Louisiana purchase quotes. I, I is there? There is a moment where because I, I for some reason I had the closed captioning on where there is a moment of her just saying, Mary, I think it's during the alarms going off. I think she does. I think she's a Mary queen. Who is the queen from uh, season 11 who said Mary all the time? Oh, it was Nina. Oh, yeah, Nina. Right. <laughs> oh, it was Nina West. I'm trying, Mary. I'm trying. I'm trying, Mary. I'm trying. Um, yeah, no, so Louisiana, when they find out they're doing the burlesque challenge, she's like, that's my tea, bitch. This week I'm topping you all. Oh, yeah, that's my tea, bitch. <laughs> Mom energy, big mom energy. Uh, mom energy. Huge mom energy this uh, episode. And a big shout out to Hollow's orange fleece neck wrap. It is becoming, uh, now I just finished watching season 16 of Project Runway, so we're going for the deep cuts here, but it is Kenya's leopard uh, scarf. <laughs> Not there, Mary. Ubiquitous. <laughs> But someone out there is listening and goes, yes, I know what she's talking okay, about. Great, great. And that makes me feel good. Yes. Uh, anyway, I, whenever I saw Hollow in the, the, the fleece neck wrap, for some reason, I just thought of Aaron Brockovich in the courtroom scene. Oh, like yeah, she yeah. She just got no offended by it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I know. She, she, does, uh, she does have a bit of a... Um, yeah, bit of a, a, a like oh, just yeah. got a, a bit of a uh, they just got into an accident. Yeah, you know? yeah, I just it's like is this like an orphan situation? Can you around the corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, also first glasses. Oh, total baby's first yeah. glasses. I it, baby's first glasses or like um, fifth grade, not fifth grade, like first grade glasses. Sure, you know? Muppet babies. Muppet babies glasses. Yes, beaker glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beaker. <laughs> Hollow beaker. I think it's more, um, who's the little nerdy guy? Uh, Scooter. 
Scooter. Yeah, a bit of Scooter. Skeeter? Yeah, yeah, Skeeter. Man, I think it's Skeeter. Yeah, Skeeter. Skeeter. Ah, oh, Skeeter, Skeeter. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Skeeter, Skeeter, motherfucker. <laughs> Jesus. Um, all right, Gross. so I, I feel like uh, I want to talk about maybe just moving to another little segment that'll jump around, but it's this question. Is Yoska shady? <sighs> is I, she shady? or Because, I don't know, there's times when I feel like she is, but it's also... It just sounds like all the side comments are just awkward ways of inserting yourself into the conversation because you're on TV. And the edit she's getting isn't very good. So I'm going to say I, I think that I, I agree. Well, okay. I think the, another lens that I saw this through the last time I watched it was – how do I say this sensitively? I think that Yavska, the performer, has – his his her their own way of interacting with the world and with people and it might be at a different frequency and so listening to some of the things that i'm gonna i'm gonna say he uh listen to some things that he like calls out like madeline saying loving the floor shows and he's like well we've only done one or or dahlia asking maxi so are you nervous And he's like yeah he just said that he's nervous or they just said whatever just said someone's had a little too much coffee over there yeah Yeah. well and i and that was yeah it was like there's these comments where it's like but is he wrong they only did have one floor show and maxi did just say that so he's kind of doing that like it's almost something that you would see in someone with sort of like a almost like an Asperger's quality, right? Where they're like, there's no filter of, oh, you don't say that, that you don't point out those awkward moments. You don't point out somebody's flaws like that, but that filter isn't there. And so he's just saying it, but he's not wrong. Like, um, you know what I mean? Like it, it, I'm not saying, I'm not diagnosing anybody. I'm just saying, that's what it's reminding me of. Um, Um, I mean, because then they cut to the, the confessional or whatever, and, and then you see him going, everything's going according to plan. And you wonder if that was just inserted yes, in Yes, exactly. I feel so like, like, is yeah. this edit actually not that shady? Or actually, is the edit shadier than it really was? Because you even right. have Maddie going like, well, she's totally sweet, but I also want to punch her in the teeth. Right. I, they're, they're creating a storyline, certainly. Yeah. You know, I don't think things are going to end well for Yavska. No. I, not, if you're, not if you're trying to sabotage people in the workroom. That never ends well. That's like club kid shoes. <laughs> uh Speaking of which, and this has been in my mind with that moment you mentioned where it feels inserted of this is all going according to plan. Um, I guess, I think, I guess I saw this on Twitter or Instagram or something, but somewhere where Willem was talking about how in season two, uh, in the first episode, they have him, it makes it look like he's saying to Felony Danger, Farley Granger, <laughs> quit drag. Like, but oh, right, she yeah. wasn't saying that to him. She was saying that to Bitch Pudding because she was like so threatened by Bitch. And mm. she's like, oh my God, just quit drag. quit drag. And so she was like, she felt bad that like that was how they edited her wow. to look like she was saying that to wow. Farley or Marley or whatever. Um, <laughs> uh, in any event, I feel like to me that was like, a, oh, okay, so they do this on every show. They yeah. do that Franken editing on every show, even my dear Dragula. Oh, yeah. So uh, all it that started, I mean, I notice it all the time with America Sucks Not Model. Sure. I guess it's like, you're like, oh, but Dragula, you're, you're different. You're not like other girls, you know? <laughs> you're not like other monsters. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're really going to eat me. You're a cool monster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, anyway, so I do think that was inserted. I I'll think bet he, in, the, in the workroom it's kind of annoying. You know, it would drive me crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, I think there was that moment where it was b- before the whole uh, someone's had too much coffee. But I just loved as a point of comparison when Madeline says to Eva, you look beautiful. And Eva's like, I need you 
to calm down. Like it's such a, <laughs> it's such funny banter. It's yeah. not mean. It's right. very friendly. Right. And I feel like, oh, I'm living for that banter. Yeah. I'm living for those interactions. Same with, uh, I think it was Priscilla and and Louisiana. Yeah. It was like, well, you know, I can do a split. Right, right. Oh my God. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> do you have it? Well, you know what? I may be older than you, but I can still do a split better than you, honey, sister. And she's like, oh. But it was a little bit of like, land the plane, yes, Louis. Land, land the plane, plane Louise. Wasn't, it wasn't the read that no. got the reaction. No. But it was sweet that they it had it. It was sweet that she got something in there. Yeah. yeah. And it was, a, yeah. it was a light read. It was cute. It was cute. And I yeah. just, I, there's something so sweet about somebody getting, like Louisiana getting a little ruffled. <laughs> you know? Like, it's just so adorable. I did not expect to love Louisiana this much. Oh, good. I'm, I'm, I'm. We got, um, who was it? We have a, a Twitter follower who keeps. Who kept saying like, "Oh, it's Lovecraft." Oh, who I had to look up who Lovecraft was. You didn't was know like, H.P. Lovecraft was. I mean, now I do. Oh. And I was like, "Oh, right." Oh yeah. I mean, I I I I did not know what Lovecraft looked like, but right. I was like, "Oh, that's, oh, that's spot on." Wow. And he right, he you know he does some like freaky ass stuff. So right. it was like, "Oh, that's a cool illusion." Yeah, and then we get Louisiana just getting excited about her look. This seventies lesbian Jean Roland. <gasps> I are you here for it, Mary? Was oh god, like my thighs are dripping. I just like I because I knew that reference and it felt good to know that re- like not in like a pretentious way. It was just like oh my god, I know what you're gonna do. I right. get it, and I get so few of it's these. Like- I saw Mahogany, so whenever RuPaul references it. That's what I mean. It's like, it just feels good because there's so many, especially like looks and fashion. I'm like, I don't know what that is. Like I'm watching, you know, watching Project Runway and they're like, oh my God, this is, this is street. This is now. This is, this is leisure. This is active. I'm like, I don't know what any of those words mean. So it just feels good. I'm like, oh, oh yeah, sure. I know what you're doing. And so then seeing Louisiana, I Whereas like Amanda Lepore was like, I don't know where the vampire is. I was like, oh no, I know exactly what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So it was like that much more exciting. Cool. Um, there's this picture I should post it on Twitter. I meant to pull it up, but there's this great image from uh, a Jean Roland movie that like, it's this like woman in this like white, like robe with a big scythe. Is it scythe? Scythe? Scythe. Um, and it's just like this canon iconic image. <laughs> was, it, uh, was it rhinestone the fuck out of? It was not. So she definitely dragged it up. Um, I just love that Louisiana, you know, she's like, I used to be a paper cut artist. I'm like, what is a paper cut artist? Is that kind of like, uh, what's her name? Um, oh, her. Uh, Nina. Nina Bonita Brown? Yeah. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. And I think I found the picture I was looking for. She's not in a white thing. It's, it's also a... very Dragula to be proficient with an exacto blade. I'm like, whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's a great, yeah. So I'm very proficient with an exacto ba- blade, honey. I feel uh, like that's like the, the, the smoking gun, right? Like that's the act one gun in a horror movie where some, one of the characters is really good with an exacto. Oh, they're a yeah. paper cut artist. And then later they're the killer. Yeah. Or they found with an exacto knife in their throat. Oh, sure. You know? Okay. Right, right. Um, for folks listening who want to know the reference, it's not a white dress, but it's this movie called Fascination. And if you just Google Jean Roland fascination, it's just like, you should look it up now. It's such an iconic image. Fascinated. Oh, yeah. It's great. Fascination. Yes. Jean Roland. R-O-L-L-I-N. Uh, Jean. Jean. Not to confuse with Jean Schwarzik. The director of Supergirl. He was also the director of the movie that Jaws 2, the trailer, was based oh, on. Oh, right, right, right. We, oh, we yeah. talked about that. Yeah. The Supergirl, yes. Yeah. Um, okay, images. Oh, I see. Oh, like, okay. is that cool? Yeah, it's that just is like really cool. so like, ooh. Um, yeah, I'd watch that. I don't know if she's a vampire, but that's just kind of like when she said Scythe, I was like, oh, I think I know what you're doing. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, well, Scythe is, for me, it's Children of the Corn, right? It's, uh, it's uh, Father Death or mm-hmm. Mother Death. Or, um, yeah, I, I I was excited by that. I like, it's interesting because they're doing walkthroughs this time around. Oh, it that feels seems so, so staged, right? It's staged and like, but kind of old fashioned. And old fashioned feels like a, not quite the word, but it feels like kind of, a, an early version of reality TV where you literally wouldn't try to show the illusion. You wouldn't cut to a, a talking head or an interview. It would just be, so what are you doing? Right. Um, they did this towards the end of season two of Dragula um, with like the, the top three talking like oh. as they were preparing. Oh, yes, 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 you're right, yeah. you're right. Yeah, but it's weird because they're in this small room, this little set, and you know that like all the performers are like just quiet until it's their turn. Yeah, and when they did it in season two, it was more of this stylized. Everyone was in their own different like space, and it kind of was like a, right. a montage. Yeah. Whereas this, it's just like, yeah, it. I'm trying. It, it feels like Antiques Roadshow. And I don't know how That's, much work they're doing during mm-hmm. this part of filming. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, what's going on for everybody else while this is happening? Right. Like, are they really like? fixing their costumes right now. I mean, yeah. maybe they're making the fans like that. I can see probably cause they have these looks, you know, mostly prepared it just seemed like after school or maybe even half day summer camp mm-hmm. arts and craft hour. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, now is this time in this small little room. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to come around. Yeah. It, but except there was no one coming around. And right. I feel like that brings up the question it doesn't have to be the boulets, but a sort of Tim Gunn or mentor or co-hosty kind of role. It doesn't exist. But what if there was? Uh, like, better be just, Amanda Lepore. Yeah, like, you know, um, every time I hear her name, I just hear Coco Montrese. Was Amanda Lepore your mother? <laughs> That's like the deep cut. Yeah, I know. Um, I So in this little walkthrough, I, uh, you know, if we're going into hollow, I just heard... It'll be like I'm rotting and coming out of the grave, <laughs> and bugs will be crawling over my t- over my tits. And it's like somebody. Oh, I just I, I just love their experience uh, and and how they're describing the the whole show. Well, Hollow is really like what I appreciate as well is the the confidence and kind of the point of view that you just have to believe that you're the sexiest thing in the room, and I do. And I felt like if there's if club kids shoes are kind of a death sentence, I think this kind of unbridled confidence is like the gold star. And I think like, I think of Violet Tchotchke. I always think of Violet Tchotchke when I just think of not, I mean, Katya described it as delusional self-confidence, but in a way you have to just surround yourself in a bubble of self-confidence aggressively. It's more interesting. Yeah. And they're able to subvert it or reward it. More yeah. Easily. Well, I think just to, as a performer, just to get through this competition, I think that has to be kind of your armor. Yeah. You can't look around. Yeah. Yeah. Or get into your head or whatever. You just have to keep believing the best about yourself right. and then fucking sell it. Right. Well, and I think hollow knows that they're the filthiest one up there. I mean, they oh. brought maggots, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I was very curious. I mean, I was. I expected it to be good. I, I mean, really, to me, obviously, what, who I was most excited about this episode was Landon. Oh, that I was. That was actually scary. It was, and then brilliant. When, when she was talking about the mask and what she was going to do, I'm like, oh, she's hardcore. Yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. I mean, Landon's look. It, it, I know it's jumping ahead a bit, but like. It, it was so clearly the best. It was, I mean, the illusion was just, it was interesting, the sort of somewhat act one gun of like, 
and it is very interesting the idea that the challenge is vampire queens and she's like well can a king do this and i and i originally thought like oh are you gonna do like a lady drag illusion um so interesting kind of like if we talk about language and words like mm. you know how what is the what does the word vampire queen mean what are where, where are the air quotes you know right i mean i don't know you think of lestat and like i mean vampires you think of dracula first yeah you think of a more manly or masculine figure and i guess just using i mean there are certainly vampire queens but it's like if that doesn't apply to everybody it's almost like, okay, well, Madeline didn't have the fan. I thought, is Landon going to get points off for not doing a queen? Oh, that would be, I would It'd call shenanigans, totally. bullshit, cancel. But yeah. that's where my mind went when they said vampire queen. And she's oh. like, oh, I can do anything. I was like, oh, so what are you going to do? Oh, wow. Uh, which was interesting. Um, and then it ended up really being, the oh. illusion was just so strong. It was a standout performance, yeah. uh, uh, along with Madeline's. You know, we—it was like a James Majesty moment, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, she didn't have the fan. The fan's not back. Uh, yeah, w- the fan was in the back. Yeah, yeah I. The fan was in the yeah, back. like ugh, I mean, we'll get to it, I guess. But like, where was the fan? Yeah, I mean, we're almost there. Yeah. Uh, I just, um, yeah, because the the next there's all this like drama that you know with Yavska and. Uh, that Maxi Dahlia drama that was non-drama. You're on a show. Oh God! I, I, again, it was just like oof, yeah. Please. I just it, at that point, I don't know. I feel like maybe Dahlia wasn't supposed to say. I mean, they wouldn't have kept it in, but like you know, the cameras picked things up. Like it just felt like oh no, you're supposed to you're supposed to act as if you heard or someone told you. <laughs> you're not supposed to call out that the producer came over and said so. Dahlia, I um, so Maxi had said this, and I need you to bring it up. <laughs> It was such a non-issue talking about... I, I also... I, I wasn't... I don't know. It was a, a time filler for me when they were talking about the cost of their outfits because I'm like, yeah, it's an interesting conversation to have, but they didn't really have the conversation. They yeah. were just like, oh, why did you spend 13 That costume did not cost... That shouldn't have cost 1300 or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I was just kind of like, all right, what's... What's yeah. the point here? What do we... This didn't amount to anything. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Louisiana Purchase, nothing. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I... Um, it, yeah, it didn't really go anywhere, but I think what it led to was so a very kind of... I appreciated part of what Dolly was saying. It started off very stale. Of like, well, if you have something to say, then come say it to my face. It's so stale. You could do a super cut of that the same way you could do a super cut of like, I'm not here to make friends. Or this is a competition. Yeah, I'm not here to make friends. This is a competition. If you have something to say, say it to my face. This is all stars. Yeah, yeah. this is all stars. Right. Um, and so, but I, when she said, you know, if you're going to say something, if you're going to do something, do it so that everyone can hear you. To me, that felt equivalent or very similar to Evie Oddly saying, we're making a TV show here. Right. I almost, it's almost like the producers wanted to bring that up to remind the contestants, like, if you're going to be shady, shady yeah. loudly. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you're going to need to shine some light on that shade so right. we can pad this boudoir until people... <laughs> Because, you know, I I noticed on Reddit, like, people were saying, oh, my God, this cast is, like, so wholesome. Like, everybody's just so friendly. And, like, I hadn't thought about it. But, like, yeah, it's – if you compare it to – I mean, nobody's popping a Xanax every 10 minutes. No. You know? No, and uh, the the drama with Abora and Bitch. There's none of that. Yeah. No. It, it's, it's, like, edging on kind. I'm like, what? What do we do? I'm kind of loving it. Yeah. Yeah. It's edging on kind. Yeah. yeah. It's almost there. Yeah. I, I feel like – it's informed. I just, I don't know. Um, Maybe it's a little too aware. I don't know. Again, like the, yeah. the boudoir set 
makes people act a little bit differently. I feel like their goal is to amp everything up. Yeah. You know, in the words of, was it Drac who said to Louisiana, she's like, drag it up. Yeah. Ra- make it bigger. And mm-hmm. I feel like that's kind of where they want to go, even with the behind the scenes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think everything is being elevated. And like, they need to fill, you know, 50 minutes or whatever, 47 minutes. They need to create a pressure cooker. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I mean, from here, I'm ready to go to. Oh, the FS. Yes. Oh, oh, you want to do BFS? Oh, the the floor show. Oh, FS. I I thought you said BSA for a second. Oh That's no. At the end. Yeah. Um, yes. Bonnie Aaron's is giving the best share voice she can come up with. Uh, oh, I am thrilled. I am honored to be here. Thank you so much. I I mean I love a handsome woman. I just. Did you see the nun? Did you see it? No. Oh. So did, it, does she play like? folks in like makeup and she plays like the nun or she, she plays, plays like yeah, yeah or like the gross old lady and drag me to hell or something i'm assuming she's she she's plays gross nun. things she's yeah. The nun. yeah yeah um yeah i uh i loved her i i loved uh she says to somebody i didn't see any fucking vampire anywhere like i just i love that i i, I love that uh <laughs> okay i don't know if that reminds me, me of laugh. that's what it is yeah make me fucking laugh i didn't see any vampire anywhere yeah um or like you know michelle williams and fossey verdon your whole fucking career (laughs) (laughs) by the way i don't know if you've seen i feel pretty with amy schumer no so michelle williams is uh, another reason to see that movie the movie's premise is very problematic in the shallow how kind of way but uh get through it michelle williams is so funny in that movie. Okay. Oh, I'd love to see she her puts funny on this voice. It's great. She, you know, that makes it's me, a Jennifer Tilly like voice. It makes me realize she never gets to be funny. Yeah. Like, when's the last time you saw her be funny? Make me laugh. Make me <laughs> fucking laugh, Michelle. <laughs> anyway, we also got the real vampire Amanda Lepore. I mean, honestly, right? Like she's been oh, around forever. Yeah. I mean, Amanda Lepore. It's, it's kind of fascinating. It's like you when. You, you can't put plastic surgery on the voice and people's voices age. And mm. so you can kind of hear the age in her voice. And it's, I mean, it's like Joan Rivers at this point. It's sort of like, it, it's like an homage to Joan Rivers where it's just like, okay, th- there is like a 200 year old crone in there, but not a wrinkle on her face. I mean, her face does not move no. except for her lips. Right? And the boobs, I mean, the boobs, the boobs are just, Ed. I mean, the boobs are just, boobs ed the boobs ed yeah. yeah um uh so these looks 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 i you know this floor show was problematic because saint lucia was on the bottom and i was expecting saint lucia sorry saint yeah. lucia hey saint uh, hey saint saint hey saint hey yeah uh i we barely got to see any of it during the actual cut thing yeah and then we saw flashbacks of the props when they referenced the props yeah but i didn't see them yeah no i was like oh i don't remember because they said like louisiana's for example that she tossed it away too quickly and i was like well oh i I, the only one i noticed was landon yeah because she kind of reinvented the air trumpet right and i kind of loved it yeah I was like, oh, I'm loving this. This is how you do air instruments. <laughs> this is how you do air instruments. It's a fan instrument. Uh, yeah, I'm a fan. Uh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so St. Lucia, it was th- that white lacy look, and uh, it just didn't really amount to and anything. And those bloomers. Yeah, the bloomers. They, sh- uh, they just didn't have much to show, maybe? I mean, I think when, you know, sort of act one gun of this is when they were doing those walkthroughs and everyone had these complex explanations, oh, right. and then St. Saint. Saint, hey Saint, Saint, hey Saint. 
um, she was like, yeah, she just like got like stuck in the garden and like kind of like too much sun. So I mean, like we're just gonna, <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like, like they weren't. I feel like she wasn't rising to the reality level that they needed her too fast enough, or not even yeah. fast enough. It was just wasn't there well i think i'm on both the competition side of the show and the reality tv side like she wasn't bringing any drama either she wasn't bringing like a really dynamic energy in the room she did she felt very not tv ready and you know that's you know no knock on her drag it has nothing to do with her drag yeah Yeah, it was just in this pressure cooker competition it's mm -hmm. like okay Send her home. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just, I, for me, this challenge, the cha- the real challenge with this challenge um, is that you needed to excel past the sexy Halloween party costume. Yeah. And there were some queens that I felt did that brilliantly. And then some I was like, well, that's kind of mean girls, isn't it? Like, yeah. Not the zombie bride, but, you know, right. the, the sexy vampire. That right. Walks in. It was just kind of like a, the generic, like, oh, I have, like, yeah. It, fishnet. Fishnet. And, you know, could you not use that word? Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> Good one. Thanks. Um, <laughs> I just think nets is really offensive. <laughs> you could say, like, um, sort of uh, exaggerated lace or webbing. I'd feel better about that. Gates. Yeah. Like, gapes. Ga- gapes like I can gates. get into. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but so, for instance, I'll start with um, Dahlia Black. She looked gorgeous, but it just it seemed very much like she was going to a college Halloween party. I mean, part of it being the brevity of the floor show and part of it just kind of being that, I was like, oh, I don't really remember what she wore. So she and another problem when they wanted a reveal. The thing is with burlesque, right, when it's reveal, you they're all pieces. It's one cohesive look. Mm-hmm. It's not a reveal. It's you're stripping. It's like tear away. Yes, tear away. Like, yeah, yeah. So with uh, Dahlia, among some others, she was obviously covering something with this like lacy hospital. Oh, gown. right. Now I remember. It was just like a finale of Drag Race. I was like, oh, <laughs> is she going to do a reveal from there? Right, right, yeah. Right. right. And so, uh, and Yavskai had this a similar problem where it's like, there's something under there, girl. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. We need to see your lips. Right. You know, she does. She removes that mask, then those boobies. <laughs> not boobs. Not boobs. It was Ed. very. Um, I don't know. I feel like there were some uh, RuPaul's Drag Race lip syncs where they were like crazy boobs. Or- oh, Alexis Mateo did this in the infamous Oh Honey uh, stand-up comedy challenge. Oh yes, that's yeah. kind of what it felt like. And yeah. sure, it was campy. But it was the reveal that I had a problem with with Yovska because it wasn't. Yeah. I was like, well, okay. Well, what's interesting this season to compare to Moniki Shane, Monica Shannon, is that there is no question of like including the mask. It's just like if you're going to, you need to make it work. You need to tell a story with your body. You need to like overcompensate for not being able to see your face. And I thought that was really interesting. I felt like in season two, the mask was immediately a problem for Monica. Whereas now it's like, oh, no, you can do this kind of drag. It just has to fit the challenge. Right. And when they showed that clip of her like tripping on her dress, I was like, oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. It was like an umbrella stand falling over. It was just <laughs> not good. Yeah. yeah. Not good. <clears throat> um, yeah. So other looks here. Um, I, I mean, in a way... I guess Hollow wasn't robbed, but Hollow's no. look was—I <clears throat> mean, that was a, that was brilliant. It was. Oh, when when they pulled out the the organ or the heart from the crotch, and the worms came out, and then the licking of the blood Trizzled all over her tits. Yeah, yeah. There's worms all over my tits. <laughs> 
Um, Scorpion stinks, <laughs> and I love it. I'm the sexiest thing. They're they're like two steps away from Christian Slater. Like it's just. <laughs> Uh, We're saying all this with love, obviously. Uh, I mean, it's entertainment. It's enter- yeah, no, I mean, exactly, of course. You know, it's interesting that look again. It was like bloomers, 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 and there and there was okay. I okay. I'm. I need to say this though. Is and this has nothing to do with size, but when they're like, and you look fucking sexy, and then they cut to hollow, and it's like this diaper, and like just this kind of like. I was like, this isn't, guys, like, I don't, I, there may have been a sexy energy about the performance, but standing there, you're not going to tell me that this, like, dumpy diaper is sexy. Well, they just crawled out of a grave. They yeah. They were eating bugs. But, like, like, you can still be, like, sexy and dead. Lots of these queens did it. But, like, it was the kind of thing of don't, don't conflate things here. I see what you mean. That doesn't fit it in a way. It's almost like, you know, there's yeah. almost like this patronizing energy. Yes. Yes. It's yeah. like, no, it looks like there's a load in their drawers. Like, don't tell me that's sexy. Well, some people might find that sexy. You, not me. <laughs> uh, and, and as much as I want to expand the boundaries, uh, there's just certain things that we need to contract. Well, you don't have to be attracted to everything. No, but I just, you know what? It but just yeah, kind of. No, but I, I understand yeah. what you're, the point you're making, yeah. obviously. I'm yeah. Just trying to like locate it here. Yeah. There was this thing of like, oh my God, you look so hot. It's like. <laughs> it's like, mm, I don't think that was even the performance. <laughs> they look filthy. Like, yeah. They're covered in grime. Yeah, I don't think the intention was like. I mean, I guess the intention doing burlesque is to be sexy. And that's the energy that it was. Yes. And that's why it was a successful look, because there was a sexual energy covered in mm-hmm. shit. I mean, like, to be honest, like, most of them weren't sexy. Landon wasn't really giving me... I mean, right. no, Landon, you know, well, once, was, once he got undressed. Yeah. Uh, but it was like... Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm just trying to say that, like... I guess I didn't need this to be sexy is really what I'm trying to say. And it, I don't know. I know it's burlesque and that's inherent of it. It should have been, but like, I I don't, I didn't look back on this. I got where they went. I mean, I, they did bring it to a sexual place. It might not be everybody's sexual thing, but the performance was a sexual burlesque thing. And I'm saying like, really like a lot of these performances, maybe only Louisiana was giving me like real, like burlesque sexy. Yeah. Landon was giving me like more, there was more of a story there that I was interested in. And then he like took his clothes off. Yeah. So yeah, Landon, for me, Landon looked horrific. Yeah. It was so cool. It was like, that was a scary look. Yeah. I was actually, I was like, that's the scariest one. So and I think for some reason the the gimmick of the blood in the bourbon bottle was I was like, oh yes, of yeah. course. That said, fuck your wall. Yeah. I mean, again, there were all. It was very layered, very nuanced. Yeah. Well, I thought take about a drink of blood. Yeah, you take a drink of blood. Yeah. Um, but I I was I noticed in the talking head when when Landon was talking about. Uh, what she was going to do. And, and she said, you know, it's sort of call back to her heritage and like a fuck you to the wall and a fuck you Trump. And I just thought viewing parties around the world yeah. and certainly around America, that yeah. is a crowd pleasing moment and a continuation of like that being this America, the terrible theme right. being addressed in yeah. the space. Another episode with yeah. it. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I think I'm here for it because it's like, yeah, it's relevant. Um, right. And I think that, I don't know, it's kind of like we're going to look back on this time and it's like, wow, this showed up in everything. Yeah. You know, this this subject weaved its way into everything. Right. Um, um, Maxi Glamour, I thought that I thought that the reveal of the top was fine because I, I guess they talked about how Maxi has a burlesque background. Mm. But then when she took off the pants, 
I was like, okay, we'll wait. Yeah. Sure, you're worth the wait. We yeah. all are. Yeah, um, sure. But it was, I was kind of like, are you, are you stripping or are you just getting undressed for the shower? Right. Are Yeah. Are there just, yeah, exactly. Like, are you just like really sweaty trying to take skinny jeans off? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we've all been there. I get it. But Maxie also, there was something, maybe it was part of the paint. She just looked sad. She just looked like really, like just this like rejected avatar extra wearing a big sombrero or it was a little mariachi. It was like. Wh- it looked matador. Matador. Yes. Yeah, so it was like, well, what you're not giving me is club. Studio 54. Disco. Queen. Disco. You're not giving me that at yeah, all. Yeah, I didn't get that at and all. And that was kind of disappointing because I love that idea. Yeah, I like the explanation of it, right? Like a mm-hmm. timeless vampire. They exist in every part of time and whatever. Yeah, but if you're going to say disco, it's like, then give me the visuals of disco. Yeah, give me Diana Ross crawling out of a grave. Crawling all out of yeah. my graves. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I I just, Maxi, I'm still kind of getting like, you're probably heading out soon energy. And okay. I'm happy to be wrong. I'm just not seeing it. Uh, let's talk about Louise. Louise, brilliant. So you're more familiar with Jean Rollins? Yeah, I mean, I've like is I these movies are very boring to me. They're very slow. It's lots of just like lesbians and boobs and and I love all that, but like it just it's just slow. Uh, but I know what this is. Like I think the the pink, I think the red hair. It's just this kind of like Italian countryside uh, vampire. Like that's what I. I saw what it was. I, it was, it was great, and I feel like what the Boulets had said about it, how it was a palate cleanser. I think outside of like how, like the reference, it was just a great idea to not do another red or black yeah. or like bloody at all, right? Um, and keep it sexy. And right? keep it sexy. She, I was like, I, I think I am. I think, uh, I think I can see. Those raptor arms yeah. wrapping around you? Yeah. No, I, I don't think I want to see that. I was I just think I can see your butthole. So, oh, yeah. Okay. No, I'm not attracted to Louisiana Purchase, um, but I'm sure lots of people are. So. Yeah. I mean, that look. And the other thing that I think we're also being swayed by, because you know how people are swayed on Drag Race to like, this is the villain, whatever. Yes. We're also swayed with these floor shows because we saw so much of Louisiana Purchase yeah. and Hollow and... Uh, uh, Yavska and Landon. I mean, Eva was kind of lost. I barely remember Eva in that. I honestly, I mean, there was I that yellow fringe. That yeah, she had. I mean, I remember the look. It's just that we didn't see much of her. I felt like um, even Madeline. I just felt like Madeline. We got. I mean, she was like uh, sponging. Well, I think there was just so much to Madeline's look and to her reveals and to what she was doing that the hyper edit. This is an overall the overall problem I'm having with the floor show is it's too edited. Yeah. I just, I'm not getting a chance to appreciate it in the ways that in like season two, for example, it was amazing. Well, the reason I, the change that I noted is that in season two, you know, Dahlia Black comes on, let's say, uh, she wasn't on season two, but I'm going to use season three. Yeah. So Dahlia Black comes on and they kind of show all of her floor show. Yeah. And then the next queen, all of her floor show. And then the end is yes. more clips. Yes. The montage at the end yes. after you've gotten like a real like. Right. Or when like things start speeding up, like there's blood or mm-hmm. somebody, you know, yeah. does a reveal or something. Yeah. Whereas this, I'm almost like, you know, you, all blended you, in. you guys could cut five minutes of boudoir, you know, boredom. Yeah. And just extend the floor show. Right. Um, and, I mean, does that mean, like, oh, are they trying to hide, like, weak performances? Is that what this know is? Yet. You know? I don't know yet. Uh, uh, obviously, you know, we want the boudoir stuff to come up because we want to connect with these queens and have people talking about the drama and all that. But 
I feel like most of us, and correct me if I'm wrong, Mary, but most of us are here for the looks because we know that these artists are at the top of their game. Where Drag Race gets it right is like you get to see the whole fucking look. Yeah. Uh, and you get to see it from all these different angles. Yeah. And you get to really, you get to hear the queen talk about it. Right. And um, I don't know. I, I, I think that that makes sense because it's like this whole episode is leading up to this. So why are you speeding thro- like yeah, through it, you right? know? It's all leading up to this. This is the whole point of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, I and there's no mini challenges. Yeah. No, so yeah. So it's like, uh, I feel... I feel like as the queens, you know, get let go and exterminated, yeah. we're going to see longer edits. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and maybe that has, you know, that's certainly going to have something to do with it. But yeah, I need a little bit less boudoir. Yeah. I don't need day two, you know? Yeah, I, I felt like... The poster w- thing, I get. They had to do Dirt Squirrel and whatever. Like, yeah. that's important. Yeah. But like, there was a lot of that. Yeah, like looking back, I was like, yeah, you could trim the fat here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with fat. No, that. no. But, you know, uh, we're just saying... I want to see more floor show. I want to see more floor show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we do get a little bit more during the deliberation, right? When they're talking to mm-hmm. the queens about it. Yeah. But not the safe queens, right? Like Eva, Dahlia, Maxie, and Priscilla, they just went away. I mean, it's like to the point where I, like Priscilla, I'm like, I I, I think I just saw you pull beads out of your mouth. I feel yeah, like the I anal beads, yeah. I didn't get to see enough, you know? Um, yeah. So, you know. In, I agreed with. All of this. I felt like, you know, in terms of critiques or things that was interesting, we don't have to go through each one, but I, the one critique that I really enjoyed was when Amanda Lepore had said to St. Lucia, um, I can't wait till you improve. Mm. That is such a like great critique. It's like, I, I'm expecting you're going to, I'm looking forward to it. There's no doubt you're gonna. Right. Like, I think that's so much more encouraging than um, you need to really step it up. Sure. It, it's... Uh, it's an invitation, you know, it's a knowing invitation versus a challenge, yeah, you know? And, and to the credit of the editors and the boulets, right, they they start the critique with something positive. All of them were positive. Oh, they... It's like the, the shit sandwich, right? Uh-huh. They always do the shit sandwich. And I think, you know, again, they also repeated, like, we're not here to judge your drag. Yeah. That, I That's going to be a thing every week. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder how many weeks they're going to do that. Uh, but, like, they're definitely making a point here. Um, but yeah, I don't think anyone, they, even like the weakest one, even St. Lucia, they didn't tear into her. No. They said, literally said, I know you can do this. Yeah. I know you can step it up. Can you do it, you know, quick enough? Right. And that's uh, like for, and I think we talked about this with season two, for a show that's so ooky spooky and gross and weird and creepy, it's like actually pretty warm and fuzzy. Yeah. There's, there's a, a beating bloody heart. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, buried in my bloomers. <laughs> Covered in spiders. <laughs> then I'll now move to my tits. <laughs> uh, um, we have to talk about another quote of the week. Shayton built this body for this, honey. Shayton built this body for this, honey. Oh, in. my God. And she's so excited. She's Holly Hunter. She's sexy. Oh, she's sexy. Oh, my God. That, she built body. I have to tell you, that was my BSA moment. Oh. It was adorable. So competing. Okay. The BSA moment in this deliberation. It's it's been a long road. It's been twelve years, and you guys have invited me to something that's so rare and so beautiful. And I just thank you, thank you, girl. I took the note on that, and I said Madeline Hatter reaching for that BSA moment, <laughs> but it's Louisiana Purchase Satan quote. Usually the usually the comedy doesn't win out. No, I know this is a Marissa Tomei, <laughs> my cousin Vinny moment. Take that, Vanessa Redgrave. Yeah. 
I no, I know. I just felt like this was very much Madeline making television. I'm not begrudging it. This is what this is. You're creating a moment. They can put it in the previews for the season mm. or the look back of the season. It gives her a story. Well, and also, I mean, it's just so interesting. They keep referencing how long she's been doing drag, and I'm like, but Louise is over there. Yeah, well, Louise is over there. Hauls out of her. Purse. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, she, she's got her her, her free AARP tote bag that right, came right. with membership. Oh, do you need a tissue? Oh no, Hold I got on. those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Kleenex. yeah, yeah. Oh, she's got one of those little plastic packs that crinkles. Yes, here you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you know, little raptor, raptor arms. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, but no, for me, this was the BSA because it was so, um, almost too perfect. And also, like, 12 years is a long time, but it's it, it's not the longest time, it's not the longest, it's not Billy Joel. No, um, it no, it isn't. And, and, and but I liked how. They, they were leading up to it. It was like, you didn't have the fucking fan, bro. I mean, I don't understand how... How did that happen? How do you miss the fan? Like, at least James Majesty had the fan on her ass, you right. know? But there was no explanation. There was like, well... Yeah, they skipped that. I mean, I wasn't able to attend Madeline's show last night because I had to work, or two nights ago because I had to work. Um, so I, I'm sure some Mary went and has that tea because I'd really like to know, like, what did happen with that fucking yeah. fan? Yeah, yeah. Whatever happened to Burl Ginsburg? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it was just, I mean, what I will say to be, to shit sandwich it, what she said was very lovely of like, you invited me into this like very rare, like, you know, mm, beautiful, thing. beautiful thing. And I thought, oh, that's, there's, that's true. That's, yeah, she didn't want to go home. And it's like nice to kind of frame of like, this is, this is really unique, like what you're creating here. Uh, so yeah, I appreciated that. I appreciate that recognition, but she's, I mean, and so, so that's a BSA moment because I didn't also talk about the moment with the earrings. In, oh, I, it yeah. was so adorable. Oh, I was yeah. like, Madeline, you're you're the BSA here. She's she's definitely Landon and Hollow are you know they they took the top spot with Louisiana. I mean, I to... think Louisiana is more of the best actress. Louise, no, to me, I feel like Louisiana. She was ju- it was just enough featured to be best supporting. Because the episode wasn't... I don't know who it was really about. It was, it was about Louisiana. No. Mary. No, it was not about Louisiana. This episode, she was like a B-plot. I feel like the A-plots... There weren't really A-plots. I mean... Louisiana. Yavska was pushing for it. This isn't... This is a, the favorite situation. She's Olivia <laughs> Coleman. She's the Olivia Coleman of this episode. Technically, she's like, screen time-wise, supporting. But impact... Best actress, Louisiana. Yes, yeah. I'll concede to that. Thank you. But based on my homespun rules on who who's the best supporting actress, all right. In the Colin Awards. In the Colin Awards. All right. Um, but Madeline Hatter, you can't, you can't. I'm sorry, Glenn Close. It's not your year. Right. You can't campaign this hard. You can't do a role that's such Oscar bait, like The Wife, that's terrible otherwise, movie wise, and they expect me to give you an Oscar. Uh, yeah, but that's I don't know. Madeline had a great look. It wasn't terrible otherwise. Now I'm more about just talking Glenn Close oh, now. Okay, okay. Yeah, no. There's now now the illusion to Madeline is completely gone. This is just a <laughs> this is just a Glenn Close rant. Um, I want to talk about the moment I fell in love with Halloween. Oh yeah, which is when they were eating Doritos in the back. I did not <gasps> see that. I did not. Mary. So they go back after they find out that Maxi, or not Maxi, Yavska and St. Lucia have to uh, eat the cow stuff. And then just in the background, Lil Halloween. Just eat? What flavor? It it was just regular Doritos. Orange. They're they're holding the bag. How big is the bag? It's one of those little mini ones. Snack bags, yeah. 
There's never enough and, in there. And you you see them uh, put their hand in, and then it cuts away, and then the next the next shot, their hand is out with holding the Dorito. And at one point, I think you do see them put it in their mouth. Oh. And I'm like, you are. I love that you're eating Doritos right now, and we're talking about drinking blood, and you yeah. just had maggots in your mouth. And you're like, oh, I'm hungry. Yeah, no, that that to <laughs> me feels like that's yeah, Halloween. That sounds about right. Halloween. Yeah, uh, I I want to mention one thing, and we don't have to like we don't have to tangent out. It could be such an alright, Mary tangent, but we don't have to. Um, this is just kind of going back to the critiques. And Amanda Lepore and the critique of Landon. And when Amanda said, you look very manly, oh, right. which is a good thing. Purely, purely in just like, we just talked about fish last Intention. week. And now we're talking about like, oh, that's good. You look manly. That's good. I mean, the illusion was supposed to look hyper-masculine. I mean, it's just, I guess it's just, you know, if we're going to question the word fish, we should question the word manly. Well... Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's not. It doesn't have the same origins as fish, which is no. I'm not saying that they're no, but I think that not so much from the lens of like, are men being oppressed? No, no, no. no. But But, like, but but what I'm saying is like, this is questioning the validity of a drag king. What? No, 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 no. This is questioning what informs that. That what informs that desire. So for uh, you know, quote unquote, fishy drag queen, it's oh, you're fulfilling these points on the list you have you know these full lips and these cheeks and these eyes like you this you, these are the things that are hitting yeah, the notes Mary, the, the 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 term fish you i could say i know I, no, no no i know move on from like the oppression side of things i'm just saying that's based it, what it's referring to is oh, a so, woman right so womanly you look very feminine you look very feminine let's you, say that like but i'm i'm quoting because it came up last week sure disconnecting all the other stuff got it if we're it's like, well, you must be saying that for a reason. What are the indicators on me that are telling you I look one way or the other? Right. And I think if we're going to question all of the things that make someone look like a quote-unquote woman, I think we should also be bringing to the conversation what makes someone look like a man. Right. Yeah. I mean, because nobody was saying, oh, Madeline, you did so well. You looked very feminine. Yeah. Because that would probably come off as problematic. And then to say, which is a good thing. Right. I, it's like it's like Michelle Visage being like, oh, this is Ladyboy. Yeah. Uh, oh, I don't like the flat chest because mm-hmm. I'm getting too much boy. I'm getting too much boy. I just feel like it's just an. In- I mean, that that feels like you know outmoded stuff that people don't talk don't say anymore on these shows. But I because it's Amanda Lepore, it's like okay, well, she gets a pass for saying that. Yeah, I'm not coming for the Amanda Lepore. might have a different effect on another type of drag queen mm-hmm. versus, you And know. I'm not even, like, concerned. Like, there, there's not, like, a, you know, a cry for, you know, but what about men? Oh, no. no I, I don't get that from uh, you. Yeah, I just think that... I, I know, I, I yeah. see the comparison you're making. Yeah. It's like, well, if we're going to critique when someone uh, is deciding if something is valid because of its femininity. Right. Can, uh, we should also be critiquing if somebody is calling someone's drag valid because it's masculine. And what are the validating factors? Right. You is know, it, you know, oh, you have a broad chest or yeah, you yeah. tape down your boobs. You yeah. Know? Yeah. The mustache or the, they put, the, they put the packy in. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, uh, yeah, I think it was a, I think it was a burrito. Oh, but yes, yes, it yeah. was a burrito. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah. And I just, I think that that's, also an interesting conversation of just like, well, what would, and, and what's so great about having landed on this show is you get to keep re-exploring that conversation. Yeah. Because yeah, that, you know, in, in a few years when there's more drag Kings on reality competition shows, mm-hmm. 
perhaps more drag kings are going to bring in that perspective of like, actually, yeah, we're questioning all of that with yeah. masculinity. Yeah, right? because, totally. Because, you know, you look back at early seasons of Drag Race and granted there's Nina Flowers, like there's totally ex ex exceptions. But I think maybe more looking at like season two where, yeah, a lot of these queens, it was about that very specific illusion and there were the critiques of looking boy and then you move forward and there's Violet Trashke winning, there's Sasha Velour, there's, you know, there's all these queens who are basically breaking those rules and saying, oh no, drag can be more than that. It's like, is Dragula doing the same thing with drag kings? Let's start with drag kings people can be like familiar with that right. you're doing hyper masculine. Right. Well, in, you know, Vigor Mortis talked about that. He was all saying the, the idea that uh, toxic masculinity on stage. Like, I don't want to see that. Yeah. And yeah. So yeah. It, it's like, there's other uh, ways to enter the suit, if you will. Yeah, no, exactly. And I think that, I, and I feel like Landon is likely versatile enough to show us lots of other things, but, yeah. but I think just and, that, yeah. And I mean, yeah. I don't know. It was an interesting compliment. And I say that with air. Yes. Quotes. Yeah. Uh, it was an interesting compliment because it's kind of like, or, but like, look at my fucking face. You know, right. it's like, well, look at this thing I made and I did this. It's like, did you need to add that? Right. Yeah. This is way more about what Amanda Lepore said than anything. Landon, Landon is brilliant. I, um, yeah, they, uh, again, they, they added that comment yeah. in, in the edit and it's, it's having this conversation. Well, there's that too, right? Is like, you know, you, you choose to include that. Right. And so, uh, if you there is very masculine, which is a good Which thing. Which is a good thing. It's like, okay, well, if she didn't if she didn't look masculine, would that have been a bad thing? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's worth asking the question. Like, oh, actually, you didn't win this week. You look too much like a girl. Yeah, sorry. I was still getting girl. Right. I, I mean, I think this is a place where that doesn't... I mean, Hollow Eve would say, well, that doesn't really exist in, right. in, in their paradigm. Right. And, so, and you, like, know, you have uh, Priscilla Chambers, who is also very genderfucked. Yeah. And Nancy Glamour is also very genderfucked. Yeah. So it's like... is. This isn't gender fuck, and is that's a good thing, right? Yeah, I and it, yeah, totally. And even if this is all just like implied or worth digging into, like it definitely made me think about like, oh, what is that? Oh, okay, oh, that's weird. Oh, that's an. I definitely it gave me pause, and I was like, well, it's Amanda Lepore. Sure, know, I like, moved on, but yeah, I thought it was. It's like when my dad says, you know, uh, something off, 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 mm -hmm. off color. Yeah, no pun intended, but yeah. like, and it's like. Well, damn, you, you know. Right, right. You can't really say that. Stop it. Yeah, you know? yeah, um, yeah. It was just, uh, and and definitely something I feel like. I mean, these are these talking points that you know I'm I'm always keen to hear from our Marys on, um, just their point of view. Yeah. I mean, like, how did that read to you? Like, how did right, it, was that you, a compliment? Yeah, like, what did that look like? Because I I'm not saying we have the right answer. We just have an answer. Yeah, and you know? also I don't think that uh, Landon was in any felt like she was in any place to be like actually yeah you know yeah well you know and it's funny because then you think Can i say something yeah i wonder if hollow i thought about this too where are the are the judges because there's so much uh gender variety on stage are the guest judges like primed with like oh so this performer is non-binary like in terms of like the the feedback that you give telling hollow like oh like i'm I'm still getting like a very like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, could you imagine if they said getting girl? Yeah. Going for girl. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say is like, cause then Hollow would be like, I'm going for me. Right. You know? Right. Right. Like Look I, my tits. yeah, you're talking about my tits and then spiders just jump <laughs> yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I don't, I, these are, these could be just hypothetical questions. I just wonder like, 
there's just different things to be considering, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I, and, and that do affect the drag. If we're going to be critiquing how much there is a gender illusion, right? That's where it matters. Right? Are we, uh, this is Dragula. Are yeah. we looking at the gender illusion? Here? Yeah. If Landon identified as male and was doing the exact same look, by saying it's very masculine and that's a good thing, would that be like, oh, well, the illusion is very strong. I just see a, a guy in a costume. Mm. Anyway, just questions, just things to think about. Yeah. No, it was an interesting uh, addition. Yeah. Um, uh, there's one little moment uh, I want to just bring up that uh, very quickly. Eat it. Drink it. Oh. Savor it. Ugh. But it reminded me of think that. Oh, yeah. Feel that. And later. And later. <laughs> You're going to vomit everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> All over my table. All over that table. Yeah. Also, uh, in in other news of that's gay culture, um, do you have a gag reflex? No. No. Smile. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just the mere fact that someone would ask as if, oh, well, like, do you still have one? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I... I mean, I couldn't say anything about how that challenge went down, you know, how the extermination went down, and that I did not watch any of the eating. Yeah, I, I'm um, sorry, Marys. But obviously I know that... Um, Saint, hey, Saint. Uh, <laughs> I thought I heard Marco vomiting. Maybe this no, is... no, 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 no. Uh, oh, Marco got up and, and went into the kitchen. Oh, okay, great. Yep. Great. He wanted to uh, check something out there. Check something over there. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so uh, obviously the extermination... You know, a vampire-themed killing. Yeah. Well, you know what was interesting is that they say earlier in the episode that, like, all will be, like, where is it? Oh, um, nothing left. There'll be nothing left to you but a pile of dust. And, of course, I was like, pile of stuff. Pile I was like, oh, dust. dust. So then at the end, and I get that's kind of like what happens when you kill a vampire, I guess there was a part of me that expected them to, like, cremate the, you know, the, the coffin. Oh, I see. It just, it felt like, oh, you're just going to, like, we didn't see the transformation of dust. I know, it's so silly. But, like, we didn't see, oh, now here's Saint being dust. It right. was just like, oh, you got stabbed, and now you're in a coffin. See ya. Like, right. it was just, you know. It was a little tame, I guess, compared to especially last week. Oh, yeah. It wasn't as violent yeah. with the hammer. The hammer and then, and then the, the, acid. Yes, the acid. Yes, yeah. Um, before we kind of end, I just wanted to say, Bonnie Aaron said I wasn't scary, but Swan said I was pussy. And who was that? Louisiana. Louisiana. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> best actress. Best actress. <laughs> best supporting actress elevated to best actress. Uh, uh, another great week for Dragula um, with, you know, Amazon Prime issues aside. Um, you know, uh, I, I, I'm assuming they're going to figure it out, right? You, you better know, fucking figure it out. Figure it out. Um, I mean, I will say, like, I went on YouTube and it was there. So, uh, you know, it's always worth a check just to kind of see. I feel like people, you know, especially with sort of in the international distribution being kind of tricky right now, it's sort of like Drag Race Thailand. The bootlegs go up pretty mm -hmm. fast. Yeah. And sometimes I think they don't enforce it too much uh, of taking them down. I don't know. Well, uh, yeah, I feel like it's so off the radar because yeah. it's a, such a niche show that yeah. maybe it's not. Yeah, I don't know, but it's. I'm sure this will all get resolved. Um, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited for next week. Uh, any predictions so far? Well, I mean, I think that I don't know if I have predictions. I think I want to see. You know what I was hoping for last week was for Landon to shine and have a moment, and so we got that, and I'm really happy. I'd like to see something similar with Eva. 
of like I, I'm getting kind of like Eva's good, but I'm not getting like Eva's amazing yet. Mm-hmm. If I'm being honest, um, okay. I also feel like we need to like, um, you know, uh, I'm cornered to only to saying shit or get off the pot on Yavska. You yeah. Know? Yeah, like okay, either either you're gonna be like a Gia gun with a mask on this season, or you're out. You know, um, so those are my predictions. I uh, and I really hope Priscilla Chambers sticks around and becomes a narrator. Okay, uh, my prediction is uh, I think next week Hollow Eve or Maddie Hatter are gonna have their moment. Okay. Yeah, I see that. Okay. And I think uh, circling the drain, Yavska, and perhaps Louisiana Purchase. <gasps> I know. I again. Not Maxi Glamour. Mm, not yet. Okay. Oh my not god. Yet. I can't believe. Uh, but maybe in the bottom three. Yeah. Maybe Maxi will have to do a, an extermination. I yeah. feel like if Maxi has to do an extermination again. I just feel like they gave Louisiana an assignment. Yeah. And I think that's a setup. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. I just want to see Louisiana knock it out of the park. Right. Yeah. I, w- uh, I want my calzone queen to go all the absolutely, way. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> um, I don't want to have Bayou's remorse about Louisiana <laughs> purchase. Yeah. Oh, Mary. Anyway, um, Mary's that is our recap discussion on Dragula season three, episode two. Um, uh, what was it? Suck on this. Uh, suck less. I don't know. They took the episode down, so I can't <laughs> see what the title is. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, Marys, if you have any thoughts, you can reach out to us on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com, or you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com. We unfortunately are unable to do DragCon this year. Uh, we're kind of bummed, but, um, you know, it is what it is. We, we have other lives. Uh, and unfortunately, Bushwig, I am a, a more, honestly, more upset that I'm missing Bushwig because last year was phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and I know this year is going to be like 25 steps higher. Um, but anyway, Marys, uh, that's that's all that. And if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm at Johnny also. And you can hear me on my podcast, In the Details, a celebration of nuance. And you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you know how to get more of both of us, or maybe you don't. But that's at patreon.com backslash all right, Mary, where we are continuing the all right scary uh, with, uh, well, this, yeah, this week we're actually about to record uh, our recap and discussion of the Nosedive episode of Black Mirror. Mm. So, with uh, Dallas Bryce Howard, who, yeah. I, who I always call that other redheaded actress. Oh, not Jessica Chastain. Yes. Yeah. Not Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes. Yeah. And not even Christina Hendricks. Who's Christina Hendricks? She was the the one in um, Mad Men. Mad Men. Oh, January Jones. No, Christina Hendricks. <laughs> These are two totally different people. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The the hot See? secretary. Oh, the hot secretary. I don't yeah. watch Mad Men. Yeah. So. Oh, Peggy Olsen. Yeah. Um, Peg Olsen. Yeah, that was uh, Pam Tillis. Yeah. <laughs> That's for OG Marys. Uh, anyway, Marys, uh, we have a last chance lip sync that we I do. don't know about. We do. Well, I maybe it was last week. Maybe it was the Meet the Queens where we talked about Tori Amos and how oh, great she is. Right. And so I was like, oh well, let's like let's give her some airspace. And so I really like the song "Cruel," and oh, cruel. I feel like it's fitting. Yeah. And, and she had a, a, a last chance lip sync last season with Dragula. Did she? Bonnie and Clyde. <gasps> That's right. The, co- the Eminem cover. That's right. So the Diane Weist of Last Chance Lip Syncs, Tori Amos, um, <laughs> kind enough 
to bring us cruel for our last chance lip sync. All right. Uh, I'm into it. Well, uh, Mary's, uh, we hope you have a spooky weekend and we'll see you next week. So, yeah. I can be cruel. I don't want-